I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! (laughs) Enjoy it while it lasts. Gambling gods, fickle bunch. Oh, yeah. So easily offended. Uh. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. The Weekend Wager with Anita Marks starts now. Anita Marks with you. It is Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. Bet MGM Sports. Uh, we're going to kick it off with some Major League Baseball because we've got a game that's that's about to uh, first pitch taking place at ten fifteen, about fifteen minutes. So I want to get that that uh, that analysis, that wager, that bet in for you before first pitch. Also, we'll talk a, a, a little bit about some of the Major League Baseball futures bets that you can get into, and 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 I want to kind of break down. Uh, where uh, where we are right now in regard to the Major League Baseball standings. Also this hour, Randy Robles is going to join us from the Elias Sports Bureau, giving us the Elias Nuggets, getting us ready, of course, for week two of the NFL season and uh, and getting us more knowledgeable, more intelligent, more sophisticated um, in regard to, uh, to how we are going to wager on games this coming week. David Behrman, as always, I like to call him our gatekeeper of everything gambling at ESPN, is going to join us at 11 p.m. tonight. We'll have some NFL as well as some college football plays for you. And uh, and Fat Jack, handicapper Fat Jack, is going to join us on the show um, at 11.30 as well. So jam-packed show. Phone lines are open, by the way, 800-919-3776. You want to chime in at any point in time with you for the next two hours, happy to do so, that's for sure. Okay, so first things first, let's take a look at what's going on in around uh, Major League Baseball tonight. And um, and so right now, as, as we just heard when we came in, you've got the Phillies up on the Braves 2-1. It is middle of the eighth. Obviously, Mets fans hoping that the Braves do lose and the Phillies do win. Um, so that's looking good for Mets fans right now, that's for sure. Um in regard to the Mets, they were victorious earlier on tonight. They beat the Pirates 4-3, to a little bit too close for comfort, but nonetheless, they did win. So now uh, they have a one-and-a-half game lead up on the Braves. But the Braves game, again, it's it's just it's middle of the eighth, so it's not complete yet. But hopefully if the, if the Phillies can continue to, uh, to, to, to have this lead, then obviously uh, that definitely bodes well for the Mets. I've said this for, for the last two weeks now. I truly believe that this is going to be a song and dance. And um, I, I think there's going to be an ebb and flow as we get closer, of course, to the end of the regular season. And I truly believe that it's going to come down to that last series for the Mets and the Braves where they face off against each other that's going to dictate and decide who wins the NL East. So where does it stand right now? The Mets, they're favored to win the National League East at minus 275. Um, the Braves are 2-1. to one. 
So obviously, where is your value? Your value is with the Braves at two to one. Um, if you think, and and again, if if you agree with me, if you think that it's going to come down to that, if you think it's going to come down to uh, that last series of the regular season to dictate to decide who is going to win the National League East, uh, then your value right now is with the Atlanta Braves. That's for sure. As for the Yankees, uh, it is middle. It is bottom of the fourth. Sorry, it's bottom of the fourth. Uh, they're in Milwaukee. They're taking on the Brewers. They're up 5-3. That's where that stands right now. Uh, the Yankees, in, in regard to the, the Major League Baseball standings, by the way, um, they have a six-game lead uh, above the Toronto Blue Jays, a seven-game lead against the Tampa Bay Rays. Where does that stand right now? Well, it, it's just it's ridiculous money. Um, you've got to lay $800 down in order to win $100 if you think the Yankees are going to win the American League East. But if you think, by chance, if you think that Toronto, I mean, you know, there's 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 only sh- so much time left, right? There's only so many games remaining. If you think Toronto's going to win the American League East, it's 25-1. to 1. If you think the Rays are going to win the American League East, it's 60-1. to 1. So I would stay away from 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 either of those. I, I do believe that the Yankees are going to win uh, the American League East. Um, but I do find this Mets and Braves battle very interesting and very intriguing. Here's another one for you. And that is, you can bet that the National League East, you can bet that the National League East is going to win the World Series. So you could just, at, at plus 240, so you're paying, you're, you're putting down $100 to win $240 that either the Mets or the Braves win the World Series this year. And you might sit back and go, wow, and you know, that's, that's some really good value. But you can also bet that the American League East or the National League West are going to win the World Series at 3-1. to one. And I don't know about you, but for me, the Dodgers are king. They're just king of the hill right now. The brainiacs up in Bristol who, you know, with the analytics and and decide what the FPI probability of this and that is, give the Dodgers a 17.5% chance of winning the World Series this year. As we know, they're just every week, uh, they're getting players back, players getting healthy. So they're going to be fully locked and loaded um, at the time that they're ready to, uh, of course, start the postseason. Turner, Betts, Friedman. Friedman's batting 331, 335 right now. They've got the best ERA in Major League Baseball as a whole at 288. And then as as difficult as this is to say, you can't count out, of course, the, the, the Houston Astros. And uh, their probability of winning the World Series is at 13.8. Adding Mancini, obviously, a huge move for them at the trade deadline. They've got a deep rotation. And let's be honest, their team has just been constructed to absolutely be a Yankee killer. It's just, it is what it is. You just got to call it for what it is. So listen, I I, I think, I think the Mets and the Braves storyline is a fun storyline. Um, and, and, and again, I think, I think it is pretty good value to say, okay, either the Mets or the Braves win the World Series at plus 240, if you want to throw some coin on that. Straight up, the Dodgers to win the World Series is plus 360. The Astros plus 435. The Yankees 5-1. to one, The Mets plus 550. And the Atlanta Braves 8-1. to one. Those are where those odds are right now. 
Um, but for me, just, just <laughs> it's it, it's just it's it's all about the Dodgers. So um, you know, as 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 good as and as exciting as as fun that bet could be, especially for a lot of Mets fans here in New York. Um, I just, I, 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 I think where you need to roll is, is with the Dodgers. Now, very interesting. The Dodgers first pitch is in about 10 minutes. They're taking on uh, the Giants tonight. They kick off a three game series tonight. You've got May on the bump for them. He's one and two with a four two nine ERA. This is his fifth start after uh, his Tommy John surgery, but he is going up against Webb. Who's thirteen and eight with a two eight eight ERA? Uh, he's won his last two starts, that's for sure. So pitching matchup favors more the Giants than the Dodgers. Um, but here's the thing: you've got a Dodgers team; they've got ninety eight wins. Okay, they've got ninety. So this is a team that's looking to get a hundred. Now you could sit back and say, Anita, they've already they've clinched. More than likely, they could just kind of write out the season. Um, and you know, they're going to, they're going to have home field advantage. I, I, I still think that there's fight in this dog. So I'm going to, I'm going to play the Dodgers on the money line tonight. I am going to do that. Um, I, I don't, I don't believe that they're packing it in as of late. And, and, and I know there's quite a few people who, who disagree with me and that's fine. So the Dodgers on the money line minus 165. So you're laying 165, you're laying $165 down to win $100. If you want to play them on the run line, um, that's the Dodgers minus one and a half, and that's at plus, that's plus 100. It's about even money. So, um, but because the pitching matchup does favor the uh, the San Francisco Giants, I am going to play them on the money line as opposed to the run line. Uh, again, the Dodgers looking for a hundred wins and, uh, and, and so far this season, they've won 12, of their last 16 games against the giants, by the way. So they've dominated this matchup. And I just, I, I personally don't believe that they're going to take their foot off the gas. I just don't. If you do, well then, you know what? The, the, the giants at plus one at, at, the Giants on the run line at plus one and a half is minus 120. The Giants on the money line plus 140. So if, if you feel that the Dodgers are like, hey, listen, we're happy where we're at. You know, the Giants do have a, a better leg up in this matchup due to the, uh, the, the pitching matchup. I just don't feel that way. I think there's a Dodgers team. They're looking. They want to get to. How many times, how many times in the course of a season can a team say, listen, we got a hundred wins. I, I think that's, that's a pretty monumental achievement for a baseball team. So I, I want to believe that there's still some fight in this dog. So I'm, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I'm going to go with them on the money line at minus 165 tonight. And again, first pitch is coming up in just a few minutes. If you agree with me, um, you know, hashtag run, don't walk to that uh, BetMGM window. That's for sure. Again, this is Week in Wager brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. Uh, so that's what's going on in Major League Baseball. Obviously, we are on the precipice of week three 
of the college football season. I've got some college plays for you. I will share those with you when we get back. Randy Robles will join us this hour from the Elias Sports Bureau as well with those Elias insights, getting us ready uh, to, uh, to pick and play some games. David Behrman joins us on the show. Fat Jack, famous handicapper, joins us on the show as well. So we're jam-packed. We're excited. We're with you for the next two hours right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's dive into some college football, some bets, uh, some, uh, some games, some sides that I like heading into uh, week three. Don't forget, we've got, so weird, right? We've got like week zero and then week one and week two, and, and now we're, we're heading into week three. It's always like a week ahead of the NFL season. So the NFL season is week two. So then I guess that would mean that. Uh, we're in week three of the of the college football season, and you know, with all due respect, it's it's not an exciting slate. It, it really isn't. So uh, I'm going to start with two games that uh, that that I feel are, are at the top of my list, and that's Michigan State going up against the uh, the Huskies. I'm on Michigan State here at plus three. I like them against the Huskies. Also, Penix, who is the quarterback for the Huskies, came over in the transfer portal I just love saying that by the way like over under how many times I'm going to say that this season it's going to be quite a bit so I would take the over if I were you um I do like the over in his passing yards at 272 and a half this season this coming game against Michigan State and you get that at minus 115 again I do like Michigan State getting the points plus three plus three and a half in some places if you can find it but in in regard to Penix Keep in mind, a former Indiana quarterback knows Michigan State extremely well, knows their defense really well. And, uh, and, and by the way, Michigan State's going to be missing a safety uh, tomorrow. Uh, Pinnock has a ton of weapons to work with uh, for the Huskies. But here's the thing. this is So, so A, that's why I like Pinnock with the overpassing yards. Um, but this is why I like Michigan State. Two really good running backs in Berger and Broussard. And, and I think Michigan State is going to be able to control the clock. Uh, you've got a Huskies team. They've allowed more than three yards per carry. So Michigan State's going to be able to run against them and run on them. And also Michigan State has a transfer as well named Jacoby Winman, who's just an absolute beast defensive lineman. Uh, this is a, a, a Michigan State team. They lead all of college football with 12 sacks so far in the season, heading into week three. So... 
I'm on the Michigan State side. I do believe I think it's going to be a close game. So give me Michigan State plus three, but I also think Penix is going to have a solid day. So I like overpassing yards for him at 272 and a half. Uh, the other game that I'm going to play is Miami and Texas A&M. Texas A&M is favored by five and a half. The over-under is at 44 and a half. My favorite play here is the under at 44 and a half. A few, reason, a few reasons why uh, both these teams have, have some issues on the offensive side of the ball. Like, so I know the Canes have put up a lot of points. Mama Mimi, my mom, who's down there in Miami, loves, she went to University of Miami. She met my dad. Even my dad played for the University of Miami. I couldn't have this conversation with her, but uh, really, who have the play, who, who have the Canes played? Like, who have, the, who has tested this Canes roster? Bethune, Cookman, Southern Miss? Yeah, no. Uh, this is going to be their best competition, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and and as for the as, as for the Canes defensively, their defense is a lot better than their offense. Great pass rush, great great secondary, and also this is a Texas A and M team. They lost they lost to Appalachian State. Are you kidding me? Uh, this is a must win game for Jimbo Fisher. There's no denying that, and he's got some big issues at the quarterback position. Uh, reports are that he's going to bench Haynes King and he's going to start Max Johnson. Who, by the way, yep. You know it. I'm going to say it again. Transfer portal came over to Texas A&M. But, you know, Jimbo's got a very vanilla, boring offense. I just don't see a lot of points being scored in this game. I I, I just don't. If I had to play a side, I would tell you that I would play Miami at five and a half. Um, I, I think this game very well could be decided by a field goal. I think it could be decided by three points. Um so, so I, if I was going to play a side, I would play Miami at plus five and a half. But my, my, my favorite play in, in, in this matchup is the under of 44 and a half. In fact, this was my best bet on J- Daily Wager earlier today. Um, some other ones, some other games that I like tomorrow, I like Fresno State getting the points against USC. Why not? USC, a lot of hype right now with Lincoln Riley there. This is a team, they're averaging 53 points a game. But again, it's it's a small sample size. It's early in the season. So what happens? You've got these big powerhouses that are looking to try to win a national championship. And so, you know, they pay, they, they play cellar dwellers. They, they play, you know, n- not the best of the best the first few weeks of the season. So Rice, Stanford, Stanford, okay, uh, you know, solid, solid university, but not a great team right now. Here's, the, here's what scares me about USC. Defensively, they're ranked 119th in the country in rush success rate. They also rank 121st in the country in allowing explosive rushing plays. So as great as this offense has looked for Lincoln Riley and in the NFL style of offense that he has implemented and the talent that he has from the I'm going to say it again, the transfer portal, the defense has not, they're not on the same level as the offense. And Fresno State is going to be the best offensive team that they will have faced all season. There's no denying that. There's going to be a lot of points scored here. Uh, the only thing that, that I just don't like is that the over-under is at 74. It's it's pretty high for me. So I'm not going to play the over-under, but I am going to play Fresno State, and I, and I, I will take the 12 and a half. Thank you very much. 
Um, I appreciate it. You've got two great quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, obviously, for uh, Lincoln Riley and USC, Jake the Snake, too, um, for, uh, for, for Fresno State, 74, 75% completion percentage. Dude's really good. So in Fresno State, 9-2 and two against the spread on the road, 6-1 and one their last seven games against the spread against Pac-12 teams. So I just, I, I, I just like Fresno State getting the points here. And last but not least, here's my, my last uh, college play for you tonight, and that is uh, UCLA. They're going up against Southern Alabama. UCLA is favored by 15.5. Southern Alabama... Uh, the 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 win the total is sixty and a half. Okay, uh, I'm gonna play the second half. UCLA second half minus seven and a half. Why? This is a UCLA team with Chip Kelly. He's finally he's the recruiting is coming together. They're looking to go three and zero for the first time since 2015. Marinating that for a minute. First time UCLA can go three and zero. Since 2015, they're calling it transfer you for a reason. They're averaging 48 points a game. They're averaging over 550 yards per game. They've outscored their opponents 90 to 24, but here's the kicker. No pun intended. They've outscored their opponents in the second half 35 to nothing. 30, that, that was a dramatic silent pause. 35 to nothing. And a lot of this, again, is because Chip Kelly does a great job recruiting. Also, he does a great job with, uh, you know, halftime adjustments. He's got a good defense against the run. And Southern Alabama, really, their bread and butter is their rushing attack with uh, LaDamian Webb. So all the reasons why I like UCLA, I'm going to play them in the second half, minus seven and a half. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So just to confirm, I'm just gonna reiterate all my all, all my college plays for uh, for tomorrow. Again, my favorite play is uh, Miami and Texas A&M. I like the under at 44 and a half. Uh, Michigan State, I'll get them plus three against the Huskies. Also, I like Penix, the quarterback for the Huskies, over 272 and a half passing yards. UCLA, I like the second half at minus seven and a half. They're a second half team. And last but not least, I'm going to take Fresno State with the points. Give me Fresno State plus 12 and a half against USC. Okay? Those are my college plays heading into tomorrow. Quick break. We come back. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau will join us next. You're listening to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Anita Marks with you, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. And one of my favorite guests, one of my favorite humans on the planet, that's Randy Robles, joins us, of course, from the Elias Sports Bureau with the Elias Nuggets um, that he provides for us each and every week to give us, uh, we pick three games, and, uh, and he gets us more in the know, more knowledgeable, more intelligent, and how to wager on these games with the Elias Insights. Uh, and also, uh, it's we're, we're breaking down three games, but guess what? They've got an amazing app. It's called the Elias Game Plan app, and uh, and we highly recommend you download it, whether you've got a Droid or an iPhone, whatever the case. And it's not just NFL. It's, it's, it's sports across the board. So we're just giving you a, a little taste, a little taste right here on Weekend Wager. So, Randy, welcome in. How are you doing? Hey, Anita. Great, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm great. Uh, let's dive into it. First and foremost, let's start with the Bucks and the Saints. First and foremost, right? Like um, this is—I I came across this this stat, and and I love it. If the Saints beat the Bucks this week, they will become the only team in the NFL with a winning record against Tom Brady. Is that is, is that is that one of your your insights? No, but I like that one too. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in my uh, my file for for later on. That's a good I mean, one. but but Randy, talk about motivation because we know like everything that we've heard is that he's gonna retire after the season, right? So this is it, and 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 for you to be the team, for you to be the defense, for you to be that team, the only team in the history of the of the NFL to have a winning record against Tom Brady. I don't know. Is is, is there more motivation out there? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good one, you know. And you know the the coach for the Saints, Dennis Allen. He he is, you know, he's been the defensive coordinator there for I don't know how many years, five, six. Maybe, I think ten. If he goes back to the start of um, uh, the uh, start of the shape, the, the uh, Sean Payton years. So he's sort of been the architect of of shutting down Tom Brady. And uh, talking about you know having a feather in your cap. I, I believe Dennis Allen turns 50 years old this week. So what a present that he would be giving to himself if he can give himself the great 5-0 and 5-0 against Tom Brady. How about that? I just thought about that right now on, on the spot. Um, but uh, that's not one of my insights. One of, I, you know, I, I, I do see a lot of things related to the Saints shutting down Tom, you know, Tom Brady in you know, recent years. And as you mentioned, they're, uh, the Bucks are 0-4 against the Saints since uh, Brady got there. And averaging like less than 15 points against the Saints, which is which is which is amazing. However, however, there's always a but. And mm-hmm. what I found is that you know Brady last week he got he had 19 points. The they, they, he and the Bucks against uh, a pretty a pretty disappointing Dallas team, but 19 points. He's held under 20 points last week. So I looked up. You know, how often does he get hold, held to under 20 points? And he's been, it was the sixth time since he joined Tampa Bay that his team scored 19 or fewer points 
So then I looked at the next games after those times when he's held to 19 or fewer points. You know, you know what he's done in the next games? He has gone 5-0, and scored 30 or more points in every game, and have won by an average margin of victory of 25 points. So talk about motivation or, or you know, bouncing back. You know, you're a golfer, Anita. They talk about that. A key stat is the bounce back stat, right? You make a bogey, you come back and make a birdie. Well, Tom Brady is the ultimate bounce back player. So it's hard to argue with that sort of spread there. I know it's the Saints, and there's something magical there with uh, the Saints beating Tampa Bay, but there's also motivation on, on Brady's side. He doesn't, he doesn't want to go winless against the Saints in his career as well. So I think you can look at it either way. The numbers suggest that Brady will get his revenge and, uh, and uh, get his first victory against the Saints. Well, that's that's why they're favored, right? <laughs> yeah, slightly, slightly favored, slightly favored. Slightly, uh, you know, slightly. I, I, I but, I mean, two and yeah, a half. You know I mean, what? still, I, you know, they're, they're still. And here's another thing that's interesting is, is over-unders at 44. So, really, what, what you're saying is, you know, what the, what the Elias insights are saying is, you know, bet on Brady and bet on the over. Um, because uh, you yeah. know, he rebounds, he rebounds strong um, after a, yeah. a, 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 not that, you know, of course the Bucks won, um, you know, they, they beat Dallas, but nonetheless, um, but it, it still wasn't uh, a plethora of points that he put up. Uh, let's talk about the cards and the Raiders, the cards, Randy, they looked anemic. They just did not uh, offense, defense, Murray. There's just, I was watching them. It just didn't feel like. I know Zach Ertz is dealing with a calf issue, all that stuff. And then for the Raiders, you know, granted, they, they you know, they, they went up against the Chargers, really, really like the Chargers defense, held them to 19 points. Nonetheless, uh, curious to get your insights on this matchup because I just, I can't put my finger on just something doesn't seem right with the Arizona Cardinals so far to start the season. Right. Very disappointing performance last week at home against Vegas. Now, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. They were at home where they had, you know, last year they had lost five games in a row when they were home favorites. And maybe that's, that's the issue. Maybe there's something there. On the flip side, this game now is in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Now the car and, and Arizona's getting points. So Arizona is a road dog. Guess what? Last year, Arizona went 6-0 and straight up as a road dog. Uh, no team had done that in or no team's ever won seven in a row as a road dog. Our, our data goes back to 1985. So really rare territory. So you may want to ride that wave of Arizona being a home dog. Maybe they need that little bit of, uh, we talked about motivation in the, in, the, in the first game. Maybe that's the motivation. They like to have a little chip on their shoulder. They like to roll into a different stadium on the road and then put it all on the line. So, you know, the Raiders, not a great home favorite uh, last year. They were one and three against the spread. Nothing great. Uh, you know, Derek Carr in his career as a home favorite is only 10 and 13 against the spread. Also, Arizona last year was the seventh best team against the pass, and Derek Carr has thrown nine picks in his last seven games. So, um, that all kind of makes me feel that Arizona is going to break out and continue their winning ways on the road, especially as a road dog. You got it. Arizona again uh, in Las Vegas, getting five. The over-under is at 51 and a half. Randy Robles joining us here from the Elias Sports Bureau uh, with the Elias 
insights. I like to call them nuggets. I have to catch myself every now and then. Last but not least, uh, let's talk about uh, one of the two Monday. Can you, how, how lucky are we this week? Monday night, we get two, not one, but two games, both on ESPN. Uh, first one kicks off at 7.15 p.m. That's the Tennessee Titans going up against the Buffalo Bills. The second is the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's at 8.30. But nonetheless, Tennessee going up against the Bills. This is your last and final game you want to break down with some insights. What are they? Well, first of all, I would say that having two games on Monday night is like the closest we come to like, you know, Christmas as a kid, you know, as an adult, as an adult. <laughs> yes. in terms of exciting. I, you know, I just, you know, you wake up on Monday morning under the tree, there's two football games, you know, it's just amazing. So very exciting about that. Now, what do the stats say about this? The insights, the nuggets, as you like to call them as well. Well, Bill's, are getting some places at this point, nine and a half, 10 points I've seen as well. Uh, the stat that really stuck out to me was last year overall, home teams getting or home teams giving 10 or more points were 23, 10, and three against the spread. So they were like amazing against the spread in those games. You, were, you, you would be lucky to take those, those big home favorites. Um, also, this is a stat that blows my mind. If you look at the Bills' last 26 regular season games, so going back more than a season here, of those 26 games, they have won 19 by at least 10 points. We haven't seen anything like that. It's, actually, it's only happened twice in the history of the NFL. It happened with the, uh, the greatest show on turf, Rams, in the late 90s, and also with the, the quote-unquote perfect Dolphins in 1972, actually from 71 to 73, they had won 19 out of 26 games by, by 10 or more points. So you're seeing something that is uh, pretty rare um, in terms of uh, NFL history. And I, I mentioned 19 out of 26, including each of the last, each of the last five regular season games. I'm not, call, I'm not counting the playoffs here, just, just regular season. So for that reason, I think Bills are going to add to those um, – league-wide impressive numbers and, uh, and, and win. And also, like, B- Buffalo is close to my hometown where I grew up, and I have a lot of friends that are Buffalo Bills fans. This week, this home opener, Monday night, talk about Christmas. This is Christmas and everything else rolled up into, into one. I mean, the, the anticipation of having arguably the best team in the AFC, uh, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it transcends sports. It really does. It's, it's, the, it's the most electric feeling. I, I got so many phone calls from uh, friends back home on following the, uh, following the bills uh, opening night victory. And, you know, it just, there's, there's, there's something uh, special in the air and I would not be surprised, especially too, when you think about the Tennessee, Tennessee really putting a hamper into the bill season last year when they won on, mon- on Monday night, um, or I'm not sure it was Monday or Sunday, but they, but they, they beat, they beat the bills in prime time. Uh, really helping the momentum of the Bills. So perfect, and that was in Tennessee. So this is a perfect chance to get some revenge. If they needed any extra motivation, that's what it is right there. And uh, and I think I think uh, Bills ten points is really negligible, especially considering what they've done in the last almost two seasons now. Again, the Buffalo Bills favored by 10. The over-unders at 47 and a half. Those are your Elias insights for all three games, Bucks, Saints, Cards, Raiders, and of course the Bills and the Titans. For more Elias insight, make sure you download their app, the Elias Game Plan app, whether it's a Droid or an iPhone. 
You can download it on both. And it's not just NFL. It's, it's, it's sports across the board. Randy, we so appreciate you and everybody who works so hard over there at the Elias Sports Bureau. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And have a great weekend. You got it. Uh, I'm Anita Marks. Again, you're listening to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet, BetMGM Sports. Phone lines are open, 800-919-3776. Do you have a Giants or a Jets nugget or insight you want to share with me? Get on board now. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Tom, who was that? That was Brandon Jacobs on Keyshawn J. Willemax. Former giant running back. What, what, him, and, him and Ahmad Bradshaw, what was their nickname again? I forgot. Fire and Ice, Lund, Thunder, Lightning. What, what was their, do you remember what their? You know, as a Giants fan, I should know this information, but the key word you here should. is you I should. You should know. I, I definitely don't you remember know. this. You should know, and you don't, do you? Shame on you. I'm going to go home and cry Thomas. about it. <laughs> you sound like it. You're listening <laughs> to Weekend Wager here on 98.70 SPN. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet, BetMGM Sports. We're talking a little fantasy football with you right now. We got Eli call- calling in. Eli, welcome in. What you got? Hey, dude, what's going on? Yeah, I think it was uh, Thunder and Lightning when it comes to those two running backs. Yeah, I think it was right. I think, Eli, I think it was Thunder and Lightning. I think so. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, my fantasy question is simple. Uh, I have a flex play. Which uh, wide receiver do you think is going to have the bigger game this Sunday? Uh, a nuke of uh, San Francisco, uh, Elijah Moore with the Jets, or Julio Jones with uh, Tom Brady? Oh, I don't like any of them. I, I don't like any of them. I, if if I had to choose one, it would be Ayuk. But I, like I've been I've been telling and, and Eli, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you uh, tuning in and calling in this late at night. Really, seriously, do appreciate it. Um, I mean, Tom, you and I have been working together now for for quite a few months. Have I not been warning people that Trey Lance is not ready? To play in the NFL, you've been warning. Have I pe- not? You've warned people for as long as I've worked here, and that's been about six months now. So it's it's been uh, definitely on people's radars if they are uh, tuning in. It most certainly is. 43 percent completion percentage 
And you could say, oh, well, the weather conditions, it was raining, it was horrible. I, I, he had wide receivers who were wide open and, and couldn't complete a pass to them. So as much as I love Brandon Ayuk, I, I just – here's the thing, guys. I think this is a countdown. This is a countdown as to at what point in time are the San Francisco 49ers going to say, we've got a roster to win – but Trey Lance isn't ready. And so we've got to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Because it's got to happen. They're not going to win with Trey Lance. He's not ready. It doesn't mean that eventually he will be ready. Here's what the problem is. It's politics. The fact that the 49ers had to give so much up to draft him where they did. They're forced to have him start this season. But the dude's not ready. He's not ready. But this team is ready to win now. Win now. So for me, I really, I truly believe it's just a matter of time. Um, until they go back to Jimmy Garoppolo, and then and then at once that happens, now you've got to be you got to you got to worry about Trey Lance's psyche, because now it's going to get in his head. Am, am I even am I good enough? I've got all this talent. I'm uber athletic. I can throw the ball ninety yards. I can I I run a four two. I don't know if maybe he runs a four four. I I don't I, whatever the case. Dude is like uber athletic. Now you're going to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo? That's going to screw with his head. I, I, listen, I don't envy the 49ers. I don't like the, I don't, I don't, where they're at, mm -mm. I don't envy them at all. So I love Brandon Ayuk. I just don't know if he's got a quarterback that can throw him the ball, even if he's wide open. So, hmm. What do you do there? I'll tell you, um, actually, this is what I am going to do for you. Um, hold on one second, because there's a sneaky good wide receiver who I'm sure is still available, Eli, on your, on your waiver wire. So I'm looking at the Arizona Cardinals, okay? And they're going up against the Raiders this week. So um, Kyler Murray has Marquise Brown. He's got A.J. Green, and Rondell Moore is, um, unfortunately, Rondell Moore is out. He's been ruled out. Last week, Greg Dortch. I know you're saying, Anita, who is that? I don't even know who this guy is, but I'll tell you what happened. He got nine targets last week. Nine targets. Nine targets, seven receptions, 63 yards. Greg Dortch, pick him up. I would, I would start, <laughs> how crazy is that? I would start Greg Dortch over Brandon Ayuk just because I don't believe, I don't believe that Trey Lance is ready. I just don't. I really don't. So, um, Eli, I hope I helped you out tonight. <laughs> I hope I helped you win your uh, your fantasy matchup. Um, by the way, Brewers just tied it up with the Yankees, so it's 5-5, bottom of the sixth. 
Uh, where are we at in the uh, in the Braves game? Is that over yet? Who won? Let's see. Here we go. Ooh, Braves won. Braves beat the Phillies 7-4. So uh, Mets, let's take a look in regard to the standings. I wish my computer worked faster. I sincerely apologize. So here we go. In regard to the standings, um, so um, the Mets still up one game to the Atlanta Braves after tonight, just FYI, okay? 